Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name, Father. So we're going to talk today on the simplicity and the power of God's word. The simplicity and the power of God's word. The simplicity and the power of God's word. That's what we want to measure on this 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 night, this evening here. The simplicity and the power of God's word. Again, let's go to Hebrews chapter eleven. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. Hallelujah. Again in verse 1 there it says, Faith. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things, we do not see. And the conviction of the reality, faith, perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. King James says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And says, faith is the substantiation of things hoped for. In other words, you know, once you have, if he says, see, that means that faith gives substance to the things we hope for. Faith gives substance to the things we hope for. So if faith can give substance to the things we hope for, that means that faith is tangible. All right? It means faith is tangible because if it gives, if it gives a, a, a birth or a rise to substance, things we hope for, then faith must be tangible. We already, in the past, uh, um, meetings we already talked about that that uh, that uh, um, <clears throat> that the word substance also means person and uh, Jesus is a person is the word of God of things so for the evidence of things not seen because substance means person and Hebrews 1 3 says Jesus is a Express image of the person of the Father. Mm -hmm. So if you can substitute the word there uh, for Jesus in Hebrews 11, 1, so you can say that, that faith is the word of God of things so for, or the Rema word of God of things so for. Because in verse 3, it says here, for by faith, uh, it says by faith we understand that the walls were framed. Well, let me read verse 2. For by faith, we trust the Holy Father, born of faith, men of old, the men of old obtained a good report or had divine testimony born to them and obtained a good report. So now by faith, men of old, men of old obtained a good report. In other words, they held on to that word and acted on it until they saw it come to pass. 
Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations. And so Abraham held on to that word. He how, how did he do it? He confessed it and accepted who God said he was. That he was the father of many nations. I mean, how would he, how, how would he not accept it if he kept introducing himself as Abraham? So he confessed what God says. In other words, he acted upon the word and held on to it and wouldn't let go, irrespective of how he felt, what he saw. Mm. And so Abraham became who God made him. He held on to the word, irrespective of Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, irrespective of, thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 4. We're going to read that from verse 16 to 21. Therefore, inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith. Inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith. Is the outcome of my word and holding on to and acting on that word so that it may become, so in order that it might be given as an act of grace merited favor to make it stable and valid and guaranteed to all his descendants, not only, not only to what? To all his descendants, not only to the devotees and adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of my nations. He was appointed our father in the sight of God, in whom we believe, who gives life to the dead, and speaks of non-existent things that he foretold and promised as if they already existed. Abraham spoke of non-existent things that he foretold and promised as if they already existed. For Abraham, human reason for hope, being gone, hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been promised. Human reason for hope, everything looked contrary to what he expected to see. In the natural, hope was lost. But in God, there's no loss of hope. Amen. In the natural, hope was lost. But in God, there can be no loss of hope. Amen. In the natural, hope was lost. In the natural, it might look like things may not be or cannot be. But there is no loss of hope in God. There is no loss. I cannot lose hope in God. Amen. There is no loss of hope in God. Amen. There is no loss of hope in God. Amen. Amen. Let me say that again. In a natural thing, it may not look like it. But there is no loss of hope in God. Amen. There is no loss of hope in God. Hallelujah. So Abraham, human reason for hope being gone, hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been promised. So numberless shall your descendants be. Verse 19. I like the King James of this. He says, And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. 
he considered not. Verse 20 says, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Uh, and the prefer put it this way. No unbelief or distress made him waver without any question concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave glory to God. He did not consider his body. He considered the word. He did not consider his circumstance. He considered the word. Because if he had considered the word, then unbelief would have said him. Oh, sorry, not the account in Jesus' name. If he had considered the circumstance, unbelief would have said him. No, he had to focus on the word. Because he did, unbelief did not come in. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. So for us not to stagger, for us not to distrust what God has said, we have to fix our eyes on the word. Hallelujah. And verse 21 says, he was fully persuaded that what he promised, it was that God who promised was able to fulfill or, or keep his word, perform his word. That's very important. We must believe that God is able to do what he said he would do. God is able to, to bring his word to pass in our lives. Amen. He is able. So we were talking about how, you know, Abraham got a good report. Now verse 3 says, by faith, we understand that the walls were framed, put in order, and equipped for the intended purpose by the word of God, so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. That's how come we had, we started a whole series of the power and invisible word of God. Now, please notice that we just read Abraham. And he said that he did not waver, doubt the question, question the word of God. No, but his faith grew strong, giving glory to God. Because in God, there is no loss of hope. In God, there is no loss of hope. You know, David said, Oh, my soul, hope thou in God. Because he is a lifter of our countenance. Amen. If God doesn't lift your countenance, nobody can. God is a lifter up of our countenance. Amen. If he doesn't do it, nobody can. There is no loss of hope in God. In the war, you lose hope. You look to man, you lose hope. You look at what the enemy is trying to throw at you, you lose hope. But in God and his word, you have hope. Amen. Because hope that is hope that is in the Lord cannot be disappointed. Hallelujah. And so... Tonight, we're looking at the simplicity and the power of God's word. Now, to understand 
uh, uh, this, we have to think of how God operates. Because when we see the way he does his things, it will help us to understand why John chapter 14, it will help us to understand why we ought to take the word seriously. We're talking about the simplicity and the power of God's word. Now look at verse 10, which is very important. It's a passage that I like to uh, turn to always. Um, <clears throat> a series of them, you know. John chapter 14, 10. Jesus said here, Do you not believe me that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? What I am telling you, I do not say on my own authority and on my own accord, but the Father who lives in me continually, continually he does his works, his own miracles, his deeds of power. Jesus said, listen, don't you believe that I am in the Father? In other words, I and the Father are one. The word in there means he lives in union. They are one. Don't you believe me that I am, I am the Father are one? With that we are one, you know, we are we, we operate as one. He says, I in the Father and the Father in me. He's talking about the oneness of the Son with the Father the union of, of the Son with the Father. In verse 11, it says, believe, in, believe, believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father in me. All right, now, and then he says, oh, oh, believe me for the sake of the very works themselves. If you can't trust me, Amplify adds, at least let these words that I do, the works that I do, in my Father's name convince you. Now, verse 10 is what we are coming to, or what we came to. What I'm telling you, I do not say of my own authority and my own accord, but the Father who lives continually in me, he, 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 he does the works, his own miracles, deeds of power. Jesus said, out of a state of union with, with the Father, as you operated, because he said he surrendered his will for the Father, that once he spoke, the Father did the work. Now, what we call miracles, God calls work. So Jesus said, I speak, and my Father does the works. Now, just think about that. He said he speaks, and the Father does the works. We're talking about what? The simplicity and the, the power of God's word. Jesus said, the one who does the works is my father. My job is to speak. Now, please realize that every time God does work, he does it by speaking. There is no time in fact, <clears throat> if you go there to Genesis chapter 1, 
Because in Genesis chapter 1, you find that the whole creation, God did by speaking. In the beginning, God created heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the, the, the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was brooding over, uh, 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 brooding over the waters. And God said, let light be, and light is. You see there? He spoke, and light manifested. You see how simple it is? He just spoke, and light showed up. Now, light be, light showed up. Every time he spoke, something happened. And then he came to verse 26, let us, God said, let us, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image, after our likeness, and let us, and let them have dominion authority over the fish of the sea, the best of the earth, the beasts and other, over all the earth and over everything that creeps on the earth. So God created man, verse 27. God created man is in, his, in his own image. He created us in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created us. Male and female, he created us. We were created in the image and likeness of our God. That is very important because Ephesians chapter 1, if we are created in the image and likeness of God, we are talking about the simplicity and the power of God's word. We're talking about the simplicity and the power of God's word. Because you can see there, as he spoke, things came into existence. So there must be an exertion of the power of God, of, of, of his creative power for those things to happen. Mm -hmm. So when the word was released, it wasn't just that the word went forth, um, <clears throat> but the word went forth and there was the power behind that word, which is the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In some, you know, before we go back to, before we go to Ephesians 5, in some, in some, Psalm 104, verse 30, in Psalm 104, verse 30, he says this. When he sent forth his spirit and give them breath, they are created. And you re replenish the face of the ground. He says, when he sent forth his spirit. Now we just saw there in Genesis that all he did was speak. So every time he speaks, he releases his spirit who carries his power. Every time God speaks, God releases his spirit and the spirit of God carries the power of God. And that's how come, you know, you find that all he does is speak and things happen because of the power that is carried in those words. Because when he releases his word, he releases his spirit with the word. Amen. As a matter of fact, today we're doing, you know, we're going to be going back and forth in the Bible. I'm going somewhere, just hang, hang with me. 
in John chapter 6 and verse 63, John 6 verse 63, Jesus said, it is a spirit who gives life. He is a life giver. The flesh converts no benefit, whatever. There is no profit in it. There was the truth that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. God's word is spirit and life. In other words, God's word is spirit and God's word is life-giving. God's word is spirit and God's word is life-giving. So then when God releases his spirit, releases word, releases spirit, and everywhere the spirit of God goes, God brings life. Everywhere the devil shows up, he brings death. So, <clears throat> Jesus said, I speak, my father does the works. And now we see that, okay, you see, in that, in that Psalm, uh, Psalm 104 verse 30, you know, he put that with uh, Genesis 1, all he did was speak. But in Psalm 104, he says that, he says here in verse 30, that he sent forth his spirit and gave, gave them breath and they were created. So when he speaks, he releases his words, he releases spirit to bring about creation. To bring about creation, to do his work. Because the Holy Spirit is the executor of the, of, of, of the Godhead. He does the work. Now, just think about this. He said, light be and light is. There's no fuss about it. You, you know, I mean, you don't have God saying, well, you know, how are we going to do this? He just said, light be. Now, please, before you argue with yourself, just remember the day you were born again. How long did you fast to be born again? How long did you pray to be born again? Now, don't get me wrong. Fasting is good. There's a place for it. Prayer is good. There's a place for it. But we're talking about the simplicity and the power of God's word. When we were born again, the day you were born again, you said, Jesus, you are my Lord. As simple as that. I believe in my heart, you raise my dead. I confess with my mouth and I'm saved. For with the heart a man believes and with the mouth he confesses unto salvation. So you spoke the words, Jesus, you are my Lord. And God sent for the Spirit and got you born again. And what happened is that over the years, we get used to the word of God. And it becomes sometimes a struggle. But the Lord began to remind me that when I started out, all I did was, this is what God says, I do my part, God does his part. And so what we are trying to do here is to take us back to where we first believed. Where the word, every time we spoke the word, we, see, we saw things happen. 
God does not want, or he, has, he doesn't have, have believing complexities. He makes things simple for us. And so in Ephesians chapter five and verse one, Ephesians chapter five and verse one, Hallelujah. Amen. So Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Be therefore be imitators of God, copy and follow his example as beloved children imitate their father. We are to be what? Imitators of God our Father. All right. So we saw how we spoke and things came into existence. And we, we have also seen that every time the word goes forth, the spirit of God is released. That the word, you see, you can't have the word and not have the Father and the Son at the same place and the Holy Ghost, all right? The word is released and the Holy Spirit has got to be there because the word, the spirit, and the Father are one. Amen? Amen. So now, let's go to Isaiah 55. I'm just trying to make a case, uh, build a case, not make a case, build a case from God's side so that we can see. So I'm counting on all of you because I don't have the notes. I don't have any notes here. So I'm counting on you to give me what, I'm going to ask you what, what, what we did so that I can take down my own notes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 55 verse 10 and verse 11. For as the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and return not there again, but water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the servant bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect, but it will accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the thing to which I sent it. You see there? Therein lies the power of the word of God that we have, why we have to believe. Not, not therein lies the power. Therein, therein lies the very reason why we have to believe God's word, that the word does not return void. The word does not return void. As simple as light be, and light shows up. Now, you have to see yourself as a child of God. Now, when I say see yourself as a child of God, we have to see ourselves as being one with God. Jesus said in John 14, 20, you in me and I in you. The same thing that I said in 14 verse 10, that he was in the Father, verse 11, he was in the Father, the Father was in him. In other words, that he was walking in union or in oneness with the Father. And he said, we too are to operate in union with him. So when you say, when you see in there, in means into or in union with. All right. So we see there that the word does not return void. The word does not return void. 
You see, when we read that, we say, so shall my word be. For as the rain and come down from the heavens and return out again, but water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout that it may give seed to the soil and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. So shall my word be. Now, I remember a few years, some years ago, the Lord said to me, when you read that passage, you always think about, I always think about him. He said, but he says, so shall my word be. He said, when you begin to think about, see yourself in that passage and say that you speak and your word doesn't return void. That I speak, all right, let me, let me not use you. Let me use myself. That I speak and my word doesn't return void. He said, when I begin to see myself that way, then my speaking will change. Because now I have to realize that when I release words, it must come to pass. Amen. Now, please notice there that he said the word will not return void. It will prosper in the thing to which you send it. Why? Because lose God with chapter one. Lose God with chapter one. I guess <clears throat> time is running out of me here, but lose God with chapter one, verse 37. For with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no one from God shall be without power or impossible fulfillment. With God, nothing is ever impossible. And no one from God shall be without power or impossible fulfillment. With the word, with the word, nothing is ever impossible. And no Rema word from God shall be without power. This word, word here is Rema word. No Rema word shall be without power and impossible fulfillment. What makes the word rema when we speak it? When we believe it and speak, it becomes rema. God gives you a word, that's rema. You speak it out, you believe and speak, that's rema. It's a quickened word. Hallelujah. The simplicity and the power of God's word. <clears throat> we saw an example of the power of his word. Now, I want to, because I see that time is running out of me, let's go to Mark, Mark chapter 16. I'm just starting this, this series, and uh, I don't know how far we're going to go with it, but I'm laying a foundation by the help of the Holy Spirit. I believe that... Uh, and bringing forward what he wants to teach us. So we've established that the word is creative. We've established that the way God works is by speaking. We, we, we've established that what we call miracles, God calls work. We've established that the word is does not return void. Because God cannot lie. He's not a man that he should lie. According to Numbers 19, 23. Not as a son of man that he should, that he should repent. 
As he said, and we're not doing. As he spoken, we're not making good. God is not a man that he should lie. Our God does not lie. He's not a man that he should lie. Titus 1 2 says, God cannot lie. It's not in his nature, it's not part of him. He cannot, not I will not, he cannot, because not in his nature. So Mark chapter 16 and verse 17 to 20. Here is what Jesus told us to do. And these signs will accompany those who believe. Amen. In my name, they cast out demons. Mm -hmm. In my name, they speak with new tongues. Please notice I'm not using will because we are, you and I, we believe. The will was put in place so that when we come to believe, we live in the present tense no longer in the future. These signs for those who believe in the name of our Lord Jesus, we cast out demons, we speak with new tongues. Amen. We pick up serpent and we, if we drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt us. Hallelujah. We lay hands on the sick and they get well. Hallelujah. We lay hands on the sick and they get well. Amen. We lay hands, they get well. We lay hands on the sick and they get well. Amen. Now, that's all that the Lord said. Verse 19, he says, So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven, and he sat on the right hand of God. 20. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord kept working with them, confirming the message by the attesting signs and miracles and closely, that closely accompanied it. Jesus said, I speak, my father does the work. He says, you go lay hands, cast out demons, I will confirm it. It's interesting, I was talking to some people and somebody needed to be delivered. I said, well, this person can do it. Oh, no, are you sure? He needs, he needs, uh... so I didn't, I tried to explain, but I couldn't, uh... I said, all right. Because for them, that manifestation of, 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 of oppression from a devil is such that it requires some person with extraordinary power. But that's not what the word says. It says, this sign shall follow us who believe. So then, it is up to you and I to believe this word, to agree with God that this signs for us, that you can cast out demons. You've heard me say, you know, when I came to the Lord and I, I was witnessing and getting people saved, and I, uh, and enemy kept telling me, well, you can't lay hands upon the field, Holy Ghost, you're not there yet. But one day I decided to, to, to doubt the devil and believe God. And God, you know, just did a big miracle for me. Hallelujah. I was ministering to a couple, laying hands on the on the man, and 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 the man and the wife that didn't even lay hands and began to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. 
God from that day, how did it, how did I, you know? So I just saw that. I said okay, and then again I was afraid of casting out demons because the devil told me you're not there yet. You're too young in the Lord. And so the Lord said to me, go and read that passage again. I came and read. It says, in my name. They, will cast, they cast out demons. In my name, Jesus said, that we, we speak with new tongues. In his name, we pick up serpents. The Lord said, what, what came first? I said, speak, you know, uh, cast out demons. What is the second one? Speak with new tongues. He said, you're speaking in tongues. You can do the first one. But you know, the devil said, boy, this is too much. He said, you're speaking in tongues, you can cast out demons. So I said, okay, Lord, I'll do as you say. What I would do as you say. Mary said in John 2, 5, whatever I say to you, do it. And so I used to get out every Saturday, go out and look for somebody sick and lay hands. I said, Lord, according to your word in Matthew 16, uh, Mark 16, I lay hands, you do the recovery. I lay hands, you do the recovery. So what I'm, the point I'm trying to get here is this, the word is simple enough for us to, to believe and apply. Mm -hmm. Let me see your hands. Just raise your hand. Let me see. Let me see your hands. Okay, so you all, got, you all have hands, right? Mm -hmm. All right, say with me, I lay hands. I lay hands. And the sick recovers. And the sick recovers. I lay hands on myself. I lay hands on myself. You lay hands on yourself. I lay hands on myself. I lay hands on myself. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Name I, of command Jesus. Sickness, I command sickness. Leave my body now. Leave my body. Go in the name of Jesus. Go in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. According to your word, according to your in word, Matthew chapter, uh, Mark chapter sixteen, in Mark chapter sixteen, and verse verse uh, verse eighteen, verse 18 I've laid hands on myself. I've laid hands on myself, and I recover. And I recover. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I take you at your word. I take you at your word to act on your word simply. To act on your word simply as you reveal them to me. As you reveal them to me. I thank, you. I thank you. As you reveal your word to me, I will act on it, knowing fully well that when I do my part, you do your part. I thank you, Father. I have laid hands on myself. Therefore, I recover. For you, O Lord God Almighty, in me, you are the one doing the work. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I refuse. I refuse to be moved by how I feel. To be moved by what I see. I am moved by your word. Because your word does not return void. Your word has self-fulfilling power. Thank you, Lord. For you make you made your word good in me. In the name of Jesus. Mama Sakanda Rama Korobo Se Karabakina Makanda Rama Korobo Sojo. Maraba Korobo Se Karabakina Makanda Rama Korobo Sojo. Merebo Korobo Se Karabakina Makanda Rama Korobo Sojo. Ah, thank you, Lord. I'm healed. I'm whole. 
We are healed and whole. I praise you, I praise you, I praise you. I worship you, Lord God Almighty. I give you thanks and praise Jesus. I exalt you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Maraba korobo se karabakina makanda. Maraba korobo se karabakina makanda rama korobo seke. Ah, thank you. Well, we laid hands on ourselves. We've laid hands on ourselves and we recover. We've laid hands on ourselves and we recover. Ah, thank you, Lord God Almighty. You've healed us and made us all. Ah, thank you because your word cannot return void. Ah, Mama Sakanda Rama Korobaseke. Ah, we refuse to be moved by what we see. We are moved by your word. Mama Sekara Basakana Masoto. Rene Mokanda Rabose Karabakina Makanda. Ah, thank you, Father. I praise you. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. I receive. We receive, Lord. I thank you. I praise you. Mama Sekera Basaka. Maraba Korobaseke. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for performing your word. He knows, perform a word in me. Maraba Koroboseke, Rabakina Makanda. Maraba Koroboseke, Maraba Koroboseke. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, for our wholeness. I thank you for my wholeness. I thank you for the wholeness of each and every one of us here in this meeting. I praise you and I thank you for the wholeness of each and every member of our families. I praise your name, I worship you. Merebo Koroboseke, Rabakina Makanda. Maraba Korobo se Karabakina Makanda. Maraba Korobo se Karabakina Makanda. Ah, Mama Sakanda Rama Korobo Seke. Merebo Korobo Seke. Maraba Korobo Seke. Maraba Korobo Seke. Maraba Korobo Seke. Mama Sakanda Rama Korobo Seke. Ah, we praise you, Father. We worship you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. And so we declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Any and every tongue that rise up in judgment against us, I condemn and show to be in the wrong name of Jesus. Amen. This security, righteousness, and triumph over opposition is our heritage, your children and servants. There is a vindication obtained from you, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, that's in, in, in Isaiah 54 17. So, Father, we just want to thank you for what you've done. We praise and adore you. We bless your name. Thank you for our lives will not be the same. In the name of Jesus. I plead and apply blood Jesus over each and every one of us. Remember our family standing from the call of blood Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for bringing our children's school year to a successful end. Lord, we give you all the glory. Amen. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord is shine and be gracious unto us. Hallelujah. Let us come and give us his peace. Now, even forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God.